0: Welcome to another GodCast episode over here at Keep Calm and Homeschool On. My name is Rebecca, homeschool mom to five young kids and passionate follower of Jesus. I am going to be talking about God today. Specifically, I'm going to be tying in what we're learning about in our Read Through the Bible in a Year, which is Job, with our current situation and our climate in the world around us right now with coronavirus and what we're facing. So if you're listening to a replay of this, maybe you're listening down the road, this might not be the same situation, but either way, I really think it's important to tackle and to talk about um, what's happening right now and our response to it. And so today's title is, And Yet God is Good. And I am excited to share what I feel like in, in, in this whole situation, the resounding story at the end of this, I truly, truly believe is God's goodness. And it's so easy to lose that in the midst of all of the negativity. So let's talk about it. You may want your Bible. You're definitely going to want coffee or tea or something like chocolate. I'm just putting that out there. And let's talk about God's amazing goodness. All right. So forewarning, it's late. (laughs) I have literally been avoiding this podcast episode. I have thought about it for the past three days. Um, I have slept a lot. I have just relaxed. I have felt super unmotivated lately and just struggling with getting back into routine, um, feeling like everything is canceled all around me. And I know that we're all in the same boat with this, but it's definitely made me lose my motivation. I feel like, well, we're homebound. There's no pressure. There's no reason to do anything. So let's just chill. And we have been actually enjoying it. And in a sense, it's probably been good for me to have a little bit uh, Time to rest, especially after Nashville, and then I had my kids in Kelowna for a psychological assessment. Um, so it's definitely been good just to pull back a little bit and do that. But yeah, I've been avoiding this. I have been avoiding this. I've been struggling with what am I going to talk about? How do I? What? How do I even tie in? What are we talking about? Am I just going to go through all the things that I loved about Job? which, by the way, is heavy and it is deep and it is in-depth and it is not necessarily something that is, you know, this incredibly beautiful picture. It is a difficult picture. And so how am I going to tie that in with what we're currently facing? Um, that's been a hard one for me. And I, I actually really don't even have very many notes written on my piece of paper in front of me. I think I have about three things. So we're just going to trust that God has something for today because I don't really have a lot of direction, but I do think that I'm supposed to talk about this. So here we go. All right. So the first thing is, I think it's super timely, you guys, that we are reading Job in the midst of this. Um, Last week, I wouldn't have imagined that we would be in this place. I can't believe how fast this is all happening. I don't know if anyone else is feeling that, that it is just happening so incredibly fast. Just a couple weeks ago, we were in Nashville, and this just felt like something so distant and so far away, and here it is on our front doorstep. And while up here in Canada, we are definitely not having as many cases as the United States we are definitely behind you guys, Um, we are having the same precautions. So even with just a few cases, everything is shut down. Everything is closing. Schools are closed. All of our restaurants um, are closed. Everything is drastically changing in light of this and in an effort to, um, you know, slow the curve of or flatten the curve of coronavirus so that, you know, our emergency services can handle it a little better. So this has just in a matter of a couple of weeks gone from being something that that at the beginning, I thought, you know what, this is just basically a bad flu. This isn't a big deal. It's not even really going to affect us. Why are people freaking out about it to in in the matter of days, even how much has happened, how quickly that has shifted. And and so I want to talk about that, and I actually want to get into all of it, but I think it's super timely that we're reading about Job. One of the things that stood out to me the most was when we first started reading Job, I the very beginning when everything is taken away from him. He loses his children. He loses all of his fortunes, all of his money, all of his his livestock, everything that he has built up is gone. And yet he falls down on his face. His reaction is to fall down on his face and worship and say, hey, God gave it to me, he could take it away. Where, where we start to see Job fall into depression and, you know, I should just die and why did God even make me and, you know, God is great and God has all authority and power, but, you know, I just wish that he would blot out the day I was born. That's all. That's just all. That's where I'm at. So where we start to see that in Job, that the depth of his emotion is when it starts to attack his body. When um, Satan goes the second time and he says, you know what, you know what? You need to you need to go more kind of thing. Like we need to just take away his health. And that is where it starts to get to him. And I don't know if anyone else is like this. I do feel like it's maybe a little abnormal of me. I feel like I can relate to Job. Um, not that I've obviously Of course, not that I've experienced anything to the extent of what he experienced, but because when I am sick and if I get really sick and if it lasts, if it's not something, if it is like like a terrible sickness, I have a tendency to get super depressed, incredibly depressed, like... I'm I'm shocked at how quickly I can go to that place. And I it is only with it's with sickness. And so it's shocking and surprising to see that other things can come at you. You can face it, you can handle it. But when it's actually affecting your body, it's different it's different and we're in a climate right now we're in a situation in our culture worldwide which what an incredible experience to even be going through something that everyone can relate to around the world there's very few things that unify us as an entire world there are things that unify us you know here in Canada or maybe in North America but the entire world to be going through the same thing and all able to discuss this on the same page this is this is something so unprecedented this is something new. And so I think, even in that sense, the sense of community and um uh, just just shared experiences are powerful. They're powerful. And so I find it fascinating that we are in this where, okay, it is not just affecting us on the outside. It's not just affecting our finances. It's not just affecting our jobs. It is affecting us as far as our health. And that is where it starts to get scary. And so you see the shift, you see the shift of, instead of it being just, you know, something out there to all of a sudden, the the level of panic, and not just panic, but the level of seriousness of how this has been, how this has been dealt with is different. I mean, we have faced stuff, you guys, I don't know, like, I I'm not I'm not super old. I'm not super young. So I feel like I'm kind of in that middle ground where, you know, I remember SARS. I remember H1N1. I remember 9-11. I remember some big things that we have faced in our lives, but nothing has really been this big. Nothing has been this big. And I feel like a bit of forewarning, and I, not to say this in a negative Nancy way and not to focus on the negative, but I think that we have to be aware and not think that this is this is just nothing because regardless of what you feel about this, and we'll talk about it, about this um, coronavirus, COVID-19, regardless of how you feel about it as a sickness, the reality is, is how it is affecting our, our culture, our economy, our lives is we are just at the beginning. Like this is just the beginning. And I really strongly think that it's gonna get a lot worse before it gets better. Again, not even talking so much in light of how many people are gonna get sick or how many people are gonna die and comparing that with all the other ones. I don't know how much I really wanna get into that and I'll, I'll talk about that in a little bit as to why, but more about even how this is affecting our lives, how this is gonna affect our economy. People are losing their jobs. People are coming home from work because businesses are closing down. Businesses everywhere are closing down. I, I don't know how anything is gonna be sustainable when everything is shutting down for the sake of if we're not having groups of 10 20 30 40 50 whatever your state or province has mandated then then well we can't even have our businesses open because we have that many workers and so businesses are shutting down in droves and this is going to massively impact our economy this impacts the way that we are going to run our day to day life what happens when schools are shut down parents are having to quit their jobs to stay home with their kids what happens depending on how long this lasts at the end of it when you know we all are looking at a a massive situation where it's yeah anyways there's stress associated with this and it is not just because of the illness it is because this is gonna be big it already is it already is big and it is impacting all of us whether you already stay home or not this is impacting everyone here our churches are shut down I mean everything is changing in light of coronavirus so I think it's important to be aware as Christians, we need to be aware of what's happening. That being said, I feel like right now we are having this this vast, vast, vast um, line of how we are approaching it. And again, this is normal. This is human nature. This is what we do. We go from one end to the other end. So we have the people right now that are taking this so incredibly seriously that they are shaming or panicking or making fear-based decisions and any of those things, maybe not all of those things, but any one of those things. And they're happening all over the place. You're going into grocery stores and you can't find anything because people are panicking and buying up absolutely everything in light of the current situation. You have people that are absolutely terrified, which just makes me sick that they are living in terror that this is going to impact them or that somebody in their family who has you know a compromised immune system or is elderly is going to be affected by this and so there's a lot of fear associated with this there's a lot of attack and shaming happening so somebody goes out in public you know for whatever situation or business stays open for whatever situation and they're being shamed they're being attacked for that because they should be responsible and they should be locked up in their homes right now and so you have that end of the spectrum spectrum that is that is going from this place of let's just be proactive here and yet can do it in a way that sometimes is hurtful on the other end of the spectrum you have people that are still making light of this and we're all sharing the memes and I I'm not against the memes humor is wonderful humor is a wonderful way to kind of laugh our way through this um and it's important actually I think humor is super important so I am not against all of that stuff but there is definitely the other end of the spectrum where people aren't taking it seriously at all and and so you have these two kind of warring sides of our culture and that makes things hot. That makes Facebook groups, social media, a hot place where where people are disagreeing, where people are feeling hurt, where fe- people are feeling attacked, where people are feeling defensive and we almost can create these inner wars. In light of all of that that's happening, there's a lot of negativity. Go and look anywhere. Right now I feel inundated with information. I don't know what information I should trust. I don't know what information I should believe. Everyone I talk to, I get texts every day about, you know, this thing or this doctor says that this, or in China, actually, this is what happening is not being reported or, or over here, there's so much information out there and it all contradicts itself that makes me think, what can we even trust? Which that actually adds a layer of concern, that adds a layer of you don't even know what you're dealing with. And so people are looking for information. They're wanting answers, but all the answers contradict themselves. Is anyone else seeing that? There's some that are saying that this is, you know, this is absolutely horrible. Everyone's dying. And then there's, there's, and this is coming from doctors, at least so they say. And then on the other end of the spectrum, don't worry, it's not anything. You're not, it's not really going to affect you whatsoever. So you have this kind of, uh, this information coming at you. Not only that, but lots of us had, I mean, for me, I had, I had homeschool conventions planned. I'm trying to cancel I'm trying to work on tickets. I'm trying to figure out refunds, waiting hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours on phones because everything is, everyone's trying to do the same thing at the same time. You know, stores are being sold out. You are having situations where all you're getting emails all the time. My church is saying how they're responding to it. I want to read that. This is not information that, that I can just shy away from. I need to know. I need to be aware of what's happening with our church, what's happening with our community, what's happening with my kids dance classes. So I need to read all of these responses to COVID-19 and how that impacts me and my life and how I can move forward. So information everywhere, different opinions everywhere lack of information, also everywhere. And regardless of whether you feel like you are living in fear right now or not, we know that our minds are swirling. I drew a picture of my note, and this is my last note on my piece of paper, is just a scribble swirl tornado. That is what I feel like the tendency is right now. The tendency is to keep us so wrapped up in the the thoughts and so for some of us that's in fear and the enemy is going to come in and he's going to try to keep you absolutely terrified thinking about your kids I've got asthmatics. So oh, what if what if what if what if and he's going to try to keep you wrapped up in that some of you it's not attack about the virus at all you're like I'm not so worried about that but he's going to keep you wrapped up in the what if of where this is going to go are we in Armageddon is this end times where is this going to go because the end times and revelations is quite, you know, intense. And so what do I need to be doing to prepare for my family? What do I need to be doing and keep us wrapped up in the fallout of this? How this is going to impact our economy? How this is going to impact your husband's job? How this is going to impact? And so he wants to keep us wrapped up in that in fear and worry. So, he's coming at it from that angle. He's also just coming at it from the angle of of I believe in what I see anyways even with myself, just keeping us wrapped up in the information just simply information, news, information, updates, trying to deal with things, it's becoming just this flurry all around us. And the tendency is to get wrapped up in our thoughts and in the situation and in what we are facing. But you guys, this is where I, I realized like the verse that I chose to memorize about overwhelm and, and I chose to add to that now for this week. I, I did one more verse on top of it. Just so incredibly timely for exactly this. All right, I'm going to pull it out just because, you know, I, I need to work on my memorization. So here we go. Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day. Offering up your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Tell him every detail of your life. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. So keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, honorable and admirable, beautiful and respectful pure and holy, merciful and kind, and fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising him always. Philippians 4, 6-8. to And that is in the Passion Translation. Here's truth. Truth is we serve a God who is bigger. Truth is he is a sovereign God. And if you read further in Job, which some of you already are, if you're on day, you know, whatever 19 or um you know whatever depending on where you are in your reading if you're reading towards the end of job when Elihu is is talking um is it Elihu I don't even know I'm gonna move to my bible just a second I'm gonna open it up yeah Elihu okay so when he's talking um he says in Job 37:13, whether for correction or for his land or for love, he causes it to happen. In this situation, he's talking about, you know, God causing the, the thunder or the lightning or the rain to come or the ice or the storms of snow. And, and so we don't know the reasons behind it, but he talks about God's majesty and he talks about God's goodness and that God is, is always just and he is always good. He is always good. Instead of focusing on the whirlwind, and I'm not saying don't be responsible, don't be aware, we have to be aware of what's happening in our communities. We also have a responsibility as Christians to put that aside and to focus on what is true. We don't know what's true out there. We don't know what information is true and what isn't. We do know what is true is God's word. God's word is true. If you believe in the Bible and you believe what it says, then you can speak God's truth over your life. You can speak God's truth over your children. The Bible says, I do not give you a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. God does not Give us fear. So if that's coming, then that's not from him. And so I think when we're facing this whirlwind, we're facing this uncertainty and we are, we are, regardless of how you're feeling right now, whether you aren't certain about what's happening in the future or whether it's the sickness or whether it's the downfall of it, whatever you are thinking about. I think it's important to remember to fix our thoughts on him and, and to praise him. And I love that in the beginning of the verse or middle where it says that God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. We have an opportunity right now, both with being homeschoolers and in the homeschool community and now with all the public schoolers who are stuck at home and trying to figure out what to do with their kids, we have an opportunity to speak. We have an opportunity to speak as Christians and to have God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding, which means that in the midst of diversity, in the midst of challenge, in the midst of, of, of terror and of difficulty and of sadness and of we can experience God's peace and it doesn't make sense to the world because we should be feeling afraid or we should be concerned and yet we are at peace. doesn't mean that we are we are brushing our hands off at it. It means that we have peace because that is what God promises to give us. My peace, I give you. My peace, I leave with you. He doesn't give us as the world gives us. He gives us his peace and it is unique and it is supernatural, you guys. So we can have that. But what I love about this is it says we'll make the answers known to you. You guys, i leave you with this. I encourage you to seek him. Seek him in this, in the midst of this, rather than just getting caught up in Netflix and just zoning in your own little world and talking with your family and, and talking about this, this coronavirus and how it affects you and what you're doing. I'm not saying don't do those things. I'm just saying don't get caught up in those things. Don't get so caught up in those things that you're missing the opportunities that God has for you. Take times to rest. Take times to rest your mind from that flurry and to instead praise him and to think about what is good that he has given you and thank him and have a heart overflowing with gratitude and trust him and when we pray continuously when we give it to him and we don't worry then he promises to give us his peace and not only that that he'll make the answers known to us so when you're praying about you know what do I do about my job right now those those places those directions those answers that you feel peace about you can be pretty certain that that is God giving you peace about that situation and therefore that is the direction you should go when you aren't certain what you should do, even as simple as do I go out to this or do I stay home? You can pray about it. You can pray continuously and you can have an experience God's peace that I believe will help direct us in what we should be doing. You guys, if this is truly end times, if we're truly at this place where we're talking like revelations proportion situation, then we know. We know the end of the story. And not just do we have hope and not just do we not have to be afraid of death and all the typical things that we learn in Sunday school. More than that, we know that God is going to move powerfully. We are going to experience revival. We are going to see him pour his spirit out like never before. And that's something to not be afraid of. That's something to be excited about because we know that he's going to move. And some of us have been yearning for that and longing for that our whole lives. And so I believe that, that this is an exciting time to live, which sounds like it is being um, flippant, and it's not. I take this incredibly seriously. I, I think it's an exciting time to live because I know that God is bigger. And I know that nothing is outside of his control and I know that he is sovereign and I know that he is good and I know that he has a plan and a purpose. And I know that sometimes it takes trials and difficulties in order for us to get outside of ourselves and to actually be willing to ask those questions and be open to God and and need him. And so I think that there's going to be room for evangelism. I think there's going to be room for revival. And I think that this is the season, this is the time for such a time this and I don't want to miss it because I am so captured by my thoughts, by my worries, by by what's happening around me that I am missing the still quiet secret place where God wants to give me direction for exactly how I can prepare myself and what I should be doing in the midst of this. So I encourage you guys to do that. None of us are are impervious to fear, none of us are impervious to worries. And so they're going to come, but when they come is what we do with that. Take every thought captive. Test it with the word of God. Is this from him? Is it not? Is this fear-based? Is it not? And walk forward soundly knowing that he has a plan and a purpose and you can trust that. So that's my encouragement to you tonight. That's what I wanted to say. Um, I hope that it blessed you guys and otherwise stay tuned for more of these and don't forget um Some of you know already about it, but for Gather Round Homeschool, for those of you that aren't homeschooling right now, that are pulling your kids home, or maybe you know people that are, I am offering um, my convention special all week long. And it is huge, huge discount. We got free shipping for print um, yearly. We have a a pretty significant discount um, with our yearly digital. So it's only gonna be available until March 29th, but I wanted to make sure that you guys are aware of it. You can find that at gatheraroundhomeschool.com. If you're wanting to just try a unit, if you want to, there's gonna be some free samples we're gonna be giving just for you guys to have some things to do and or offer to people who are being thrown into the land of homeschooling. So I'm excited to see where God takes this. I'm excited to see um, how we can partner together with him. And I'm excited to hear the testimony of God's goodness in the midst of this, because it's there. It's there if you look for it. He is good all the time all the time. Blessings, you guys. We'll talk to you later.